0: Exactly. I know, but payment schemes constantly target women, and I feel like we should make one that targets men. Hey everyone, you're here with Casey and Chloe, and you're listening to The Zoo Report. We're here to discuss all things you mess, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you have stories you want shared, message us on Instagram at thezooreport underscore or on Twitter at report underscore zoo, and we'll dish it out anonymously. For some upcoming events, we have... Dun, dun, dun. Thanksgiving. Otherwise known as Indigenous People Day for the slaughter Which of word? many Native Americans by the hands of colonizers. Um but as usual it will be occurring on the third Thursday of the month, November twenty sixth this year. Um wait. Is it always on the third Thursday and not the twenty sixth? Yeah, it's always on the third Thursday. It's not a specific date, specific day. Interesting. Why do they do? Why can't all holidays just be the same day? I'm just like startled that you're just finding it <laughs> <that> out. <laughs> okay, continue. Uh, no, I think we need to go back to this. <laughs> Did you ever know? I just feel like, e- isn't Easter? No, Easter's always the first Sunday of April, right? Yeah. Why? I think it's no, just. No, it's not the first Sunday of April because sometimes Easter's in March, isn't it? It's, it's e- Thanksgiving. Easter coming up. is always on a Sunday. Yes, Easter Sunday. But okay, so here's the thing though so about Easter. It's a specific date. It's a specific day. Sorry to just jump right into this, but isn't Easter the day that that Jesus like awoken again, like came back to life? Uh, yes, It was so his resurrection. So wouldn't that be like a specific day? Like his birthday is Christmas. That's a that's not like that changes because that's like a day that like, he was born. I feel like it should be a day he was resurrected. I know, but which like... just leads to more. The holiday in the Bible has turned into a giant bunny, comes and lays plastic <laughs> eggs filled with jelly beans. So, I'm not sure we, think we strayed from Jesus on that one a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> if we're going to elaborate on whether so the or not it's a Thursday. Day, yes, we go to church, but afterwards we eat ham and jelly beans together. So, I'm more of a Cadbury egg girl myself. Personally, <laughs> I'm more of a Jesus Christ girl myself. Right. Praise. <laughs> um, blessed be the fruit. Anyways, Thanksgiving's coming up. It's the third Thursday of every November. Um, I'm hope that you knew that. I'm like my co-host <laughs> that I am wildly surprised that she didn't. I'm waste. Do you ever notice it was always on a Thursday? I that just didn't throw thought, you off? I this is gonna sound so dumb because yeah. I know like my birthday date changes every year, so I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. I just always thought November twenty sixth was on a Thursday, like by chance. Every day changes, but November 26th. <laughs> last year it was November 25th. And the year before that, it was the 24th. I honestly, I never know when Thanksgiving is until I come home and my mom is like, Well, Thanksgiving is on Thursday. <laughs> Has such a smart thing. individual i'm wildly disappointed you can't be smart in, any, in everything it's too much so knowing when thanksgiving is, is something i give my brain a break no on. you can get your brain a break on like knowing <laughs> physics quantum things <quantum> <laughs> okay anyways please continue about thanksgiving coming up um just be safe be careful enjoy this time with your family but as covid cases spike and are on the rise there's a lot of traveling is probably going to be a little bit dangerous. So make sure you're getting tested, making sure like your social distancing when you can make sure you maybe not seeing relatives who are at risk. Um, and yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of sacrifices yeah. overall, but, but appreciate the little things like stuffing. Our next upcoming event is protecting yourself online during the pandemic. So apparently Monday, November 30th is national computer security day. <laughs> I didn't know we had one of those. Um, and in light of that, Founder of Scam Aside, Steve Wiseman, Scamicide. get scammed. <laughs> will be presenting a virtual lecture from seven to eight p.m. on how to protect yourself from scams, identity theft, and cybersecurity effects. Since life is continuously turning more and more remote as COVID worsens, this is super important. So definitely check I, it out. Honestly, this is what I expected to go. Steve Wiseman is going to come on and be like, "Listen, ladies." All those girls from your high screen, high school I said ice cream. <laughs> I was thinking about ice cream. All those girls from your high school that want you to be a multi tier marketer for this new hair brand. That's a big screen. Yeah. And they don't even know that they're in the it. The amount of girls that I've seen on social media though being like Hey, girly. <laughs> like, this hair product literally changed my life, and it'll change yours, too. Like, no, it won't. Also, they are stealing your bank information. Listen, all we need to do is buy 110% of the product and sell 500% of it, and then we'll make 2% profit. It's so Also, easy. shame on you people who make pyramid schemes. That's not a way to run a real it's business. It's not their fault those girls are pretty and don't know any better. Don't sell it to them, all yeah. right? <laughs> We shouldn't make a male pyramid scheme so not it that stops you targeting women. Not that you can't be pretty and smart. It just happens. I know, but pyramid schemes constantly target women. And I feel like we should make one that targets men. Multi-tier razors. Get the smoothest shave. Yeah. Mm. Or like things to hold your beard in. The, the koo- best beard eye dice in the, the world. The koozie crew. The koozie crew. Yeah. Okay. We next. should just not even make that a pyramid scheme. We next upcoming that. event. This is a really important one. Um, Anti-racism. What does this mean? question on december 1st umass will be having a zoom lecture focusing on anti-racism as it becomes more and more urgent it's always been urgent by the way um for institutions and individuals to be more actively anti-racist they will discuss the difference between not being racist and being anti-racist that's important yes it's being like not being not being a racist, racist is, and then being an ally yeah, of the LGBTQ community. Yes, exactly. It's not enough sometimes to just not be racist or not be homophobic. You have to hold others accountable. And when you see racism, even though you're not doing it, you have to be like, no, don't be a bystander. As identifying anti-racist actions you can integrate in your everyday life. Which um, you should. You are not sure exactly who's hosting it, but you can contact Maria Cruz, and the registration link will be in our description for that. Yeah, the description for this was pretty vague, so um, I kind of spiced it up with a little bit of my own stuff that I assumed would be in it, but um, I guess UMass in general is just hosting that. But I think it w- it's good to go to. It's good that um the university is holding something like this. I know throughout the entire semester we've had a few upcoming events dealing with racism. So if you haven't checked any of those out, definitely check this one out. And lastly. It is um, what it is. No, it's final week. Um, So after Thanksgiving, which is the third Thursday of the month, UMass is jumping right into finals because of the weird new COVID semester. Um, So the official schedule is as follows. So Friday, November 20th, which is when this episode is airing. So today, if you're listening to this, is the last day of classes. Um, And then Friday, November 27th will be a reading day. So from November 20th to 27th, That's your break, I guess, for Thanksgiving. Um, And then that Friday, the 27th, will be a reading day. On the schedule, it also says the 28th and the 29th, which is Saturday and Sunday, will be reading days. I feel like that was a given. You can't give an exam on a Saturday or Sunday, so whatever. Um, But if you don't see any more reading days, it's because they're counting those two as reading days. And then Monday, November 30th, will be the first day of final exams. I can't believe how early that is. That's crazy. I... Like, to just, like, not read ready. read that on paper, like, Monday, November 30th will be the first day of final exams. Yeah. And then Friday, December 4th, which I feel like is normally when the last day of classes is, will be the last day of final exams and the official end of the semester. However, it did say that Monday, December 14th will be when all final grades are due. I don't know if that is for faculty. Isn't it kind of interesting because Monday, December 14th is usually when, like, the finals begin. Yeah. Like, that's so weird to think yeah. about. Yeah. But I don't know if that's for faculty. I have a really hard time thinking that any UMass faculty will grade all of that in 10 days just because they're notoriously slow for putting grades out. But, um, yeah, so perhaps you have till the 14th for final grades. We're not I... really sure. I think that is for faculty. Yeah. I do, too, Total but I couldn't find any, like, definitive answer on it. Um, anyways, let's get into our Cloudiest Couples review. So, we're back with our last ever Cloudiest couple Sad. review. And we're going to jump right into it. So, last week we are choosing the following couples as our winners. Penny and Leonard over Sheldon and Amy from Big Bang Theory. I don't really like either of them, to be honest, but we had to put them out there. Mm. Mark and Lexi over Izzy and Alex from Grey's Anatomy. I don't know either of them, but we had to put it out there. Monica and Chandler over Ross and Rachel from yep. Friends. We know what's up. Everyone hates Ross. He's our least every character. Easy. Brad and Jen over Brad and Angelina from real life. Lol. These are real people's emotions. (laughs) Also, um, do you wanna know what's interesting? Just like a side note about like artificial intelligence and algorithms. Um How did we get that from Claudia's cover? Well, because listen, the day that we recorded our last episode and we talked about Penny and Leonard, I went on Snapchat and all of my Snapchat news was Kaylee Kyoko, who plays Penny her interview from like a month ago with whatever magazine about what it was like because Penny and Leonard dated in real life while they were filming and then they broke up. It was like, it was like a Nina Debrev and Ian Somerhalder type deal. And she like had this interview about what it was like to do like sex scenes with him being broken up and it was all like fine, you know, they're friends, whatever. I feel like I feel like actors and actresses are just more mature in that way because they have to be, but it was all over my social media. Like I saw it on TikTok, I saw it on Snapchat, I saw it on Twitter, I saw it on Instagram, and I think it's because I had my phone out when we were I was recording. Yeah, to you. weird. Okay. I hate when it does that. I'm like, you don't know me like that. We rated them, also we made those decisions after we made those decisions. That was a wicked half sentence. My apologies. Um Monica and Chandler came in first as they should. I feel like if you disagree with this, we should talk and possibly think about therapy. Second, <laughs> Jen and Brad. Third, Mark and Lexi. Fourth, Penny and Leonard. Um, I did say that I would have put Mark and Lexi above Jen and Brad. But now that I think about it, put the real life before the it's always hard dying to, in a plane crash life. People, yeah. Yeah. Except for and in Monica and Chandler, which gets you to Yeah, I, They're just so perfect. They don't need – there's no break that they go on. They just work it out. Like, he's equally funny and takes his insecurities out as humor as she's equally psychotic and OCD. And I relate heavily to that. I also relate heavily to that. Yeah, you're Chandler. I'm Monica. (laughs) This is why we work. Obviously. Um, So, as usual, we took to Insta. That's short for Instagram. To get your opinions and your contrary to our amazing agreements last week, you guys only agreed with half of our choices. You put Brad and Angelina over Brad and Jen. I can understand that. Angelina was iconic. And they have kids together and all of that. So I, just, I get it. I understand. Like I wouldn't, I'm not I'm mad. I'm just a Jen girl. I'm not mad. I, I think Angelina is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. I think she's great. I think, yeah. But I just think I that. I think Brad Pitt is a freaking lucky man. I think that he he reached above his pay grade. And yes. he got two of the most beautiful he women on the planet. Everybody just think about that. Brad Pitt, and I know he's hot, but like. I don't, I think there's, must be so charismatic. Yeah, it has there's got to be, gotta that, be something special. The charisma. Because Angelina and Jen are like two of the most beautiful women in the world, I think. And their personalities, I feel like. Yeah, and they don't age. Remember Angelina's leg thing at the Oscars? Yeah. Ugh, everyone was like, ugh, leg. got okay. some leg. Um, Amy and Sheldon, you guys picked over Penny and Leonard. I want to let you know that that's wrong. It's just wrong. Amy and Sheldon, while they're cute in their quirks and the way their relationship works they're quirky but it's not that cute it's not that cute because they're robotic all right they're the same they're male and female versions of each other and I get it it's funny when Amy's like she's so like awkward and nerdy and like she just wants Sheldon to like you know be a little bit more passionate but Penny and Leonard are hilarious Penny is like a broke aspiring actress whose life is a mess and Leonard is like a neurophysicist whatever and like that's just funny. Like in the real world, they would probably never happen. I just think that it's always funny when you put two people who are so different together. You know. Yeah. So they because they bring out the like best of each other. other. Like, yes. We keep going back to them, but like Amy and Sheldon are two sides of the same coin, and exactly that isn't as spicy ever. And no. also, they're not spicy in general because they're way too analytical. Yes. Um, and then finally, you I mean, not finally, actually, Mark and Lexi over Izzy and Alex. This was the right choice. I kind of knew that they would win because I am a Grays fan and Grays fans know Mark and Lexi over, over everybody except Alex. Meredith and Derek. Okay, okay. That makes sense. I understand that from the short amount that I have yeah. watched. Monica and Chandler over Ross and Rachel. Yes, as you know, they didn't really have a break. On, uh, we're on the same pages. And also, like, Ross. High key cheated on Rachel. Um, he did. You were on a break. If that's the only argument you have, she didn't sleep with anybody. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Anyways, um, kill Ross. So you guys rated them for us. Again, a few disparities, but honestly, the only reason why there are disparities is because. Like, when you were first doing it, you chose Brangelina and Amy and Sheldon. So you put Monica and Chandler at number one with 19 votes. I'm actually really happy we all agree on this. I think that in my head, I thought that everybody was more Ross and Rachel fans, but I'm happy that it is seen that they are overrated um, with our small audience. They rang in with 19 votes. I think this was the most amount of votes we got. All these votes are in double digits. Mark and Lexi with 15 votes. Woo, we love them. Um, then you did Brad and Angelina with 11 votes, which, eh, I, I kind of do feel like they should be above Mark and Lexi, but I'll take it. And then Amy and Children with 10 votes, as you should, because they never should have wanted to be in Really life. close to Brad and Angelina, though. One I know. Off for them? Well, remember when we were rating them and I was like, Mark and Lexi should go above? But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, Brad and Jen. And I kind of think Brangelina should be above, only because I know Mark and Lexi are passionate, but Brangelina adopted a bunch of kids and, like, saved a huge part of the world. So, like. I'm not going to give them that much credit, but, like, they did a lot of good work. So, yeah. We go into our next topic, things to do during our long A break for two months. Especially if you're from UMass, because we have a long break. If you're listening elsewhere, I'm pretty sure their breaks are pretty long still. Don't know the semantics of it. But we have a couple ideas. We accumulated a fun list of things. We really like to do Nickel Time, so we're just gonna assume we're gonna share that you share our passion. Yes, we're gonna assume that you like everything we like. So, as you should as a journalist. binge watch stuff. Yes, some of our favorite things to binge watch is Harry Potter, the MCU universe that's all the Marvel movies. You could take up a whole month doing that. Um, Star Wars, the new and old, uh, Lord of the Rings, love them. They're on HBO Max if you have that. Uh, Vampire Diaries we have literally been watching three seasons of it from September 1st and we are still not even close to done and it is crazy and they're spinoffs you have the time just do it and then when you listen to this you'll understand us more because we talk about it a lot you can watch the originals I understand if you don't watch Legacies I can't watch I Legacies it, too, yeah. it is trash I watched even me who like could watch probably anything regarding vampires it's like, it was I had I, budget I, I, I don't watch been any, so, any, yeah, so much less nope Um, Friday Night Lights, that's a heavy one. I cried a lot during that. Yeah, but it's a good one. And... It's good. If you watch Friday Night Lights, I highly suggest after watching the show Kingdom on Netflix, because the guy who plays Luke Cafferty um, on the later season of Friday Night Lights plays Ryan Wheeler in Kingdom, and it's very funny to see the difference in how he looks, because I don't think he did much from End of Friday Night Lights, which was in, like, I think... The latest that went on was probably 2010. Yeah. I and then old. Kingdom, which was in 2015, he got huge in that five years. He's jacked, man. Wow. And Grey's Anatomy, again, you have the time. Um, um I personally will never, but Casey likes it. And yeah. It is hard. Um, it's just not for me, and that's all right. And then also some sitcom shows like Big Bang, Modern Family, How I Met Your Mother's on Hulu. I've been re-watching that. Brooklyn Nine-Nine New I've been girl. watching, too. Love New that. New Girl. Is probably the best sitcom TV. My parents and my friend Skylar are obsessed with Jane the Virgin. I hear good things about that. I had a hard time with Jane the Virgin. I watched two of seasons of it. It's it's supposed to be like a soap opera spin off kind of thing with a comedy. Yeah, a telenovela. So, like a telenovela, yeah, and it it's a lot. So if you. It's not for me, but I Thanks understand. Also some documentaries. Um, if you haven't already seen it, uh, American Murder, The Family Next Door. That was insane. Abducted in Plain Sight came out, uh, I think, a year or two ago. That was probably the craziest documentary I've ever seen in my life. Um, we have the Ted Bundy documentary and you have the Ted Bundy movie. A lot of murder stuff going on on Netflix right now. So check that out. Handmaid's Tale. Tale it was almost our world so please watch that watch that watch for warning signs um and then like movies comes books <laughs> so again it's like movies but with words yes <laughs> again harry potter it's worth it like i think it's worth it i don't know i 100% think that you're never too old to start reading the the series and They're just – they're magical. Especially if you've already seen the movies. I think – because when I read the books for the first time, I had seen the movies. And it's – I think it makes your experience better because you're, like, enthralled by all the details that you didn't get from the movies. And all the things that you were confused about but not confused enough to not understand the plot are filled in. Also, the difference in Harry and Ginny's relation – the difference of Ginny in general – from the book to the movie is crazy. In the book, Ginny's like this badass that stands up to bullies and is like "f off, whatever." And like her and Harry's love story is way better. Um, Cho Chang, we don't really like no matter what. I feel she's not my fave. I will say I think that she's better in the book. For the Ginny argument, I think it was the actress couldn't deliver her right. Yes, I don't it think was. it was the the writer's fault. I think it was like she didn't have the star power. But she power. looked such like a Weasley. She did look like Weasley, but like. You cast her when she was, what, nine? I know. Like, you can't, like... The thing it- is, I think they got a little bit too lucky. They got with lucky with Robert everyone Grin, else. Emma Watson. They're all perfect for their characters. Tom Felton, um, Denny Radcliffe. Even, even the Crabbe twins. Boyle. Yeah. Yeah, we even said even. Yeah, no, I think everyone was cast perfectly. It's not their fault that Jenny didn't end up, yeah. like, this extreme actress. She probably was, like, casted by her parents. And Did girl- you know that Ron's mom, Molly Weasley, is also one of the aunts in Mamma Mia? Yeah. The short-haired She's aunt. She's Rosie. Yeah, and yeah. Helena Bonham Carter, who plays Bellatrix, who is one of my favorite characters, she uh, is the fairy godmother in the Cinderella. Yeah, she's yeah. multifaceted. So there's some good there's some good people in there. Definitely read the books. Um, I mean, if you haven't already, maybe, like, Hunger Games in there or, like, other series. Oh, yeah. I mean, if One you haven't already. One time I read this series you... called the Trill series. It was really okay. good. I read it in, like, eighth grade, though, so I don't know if it's, like, a young adult Shout book. Shout out to everyone who went through a warrior cat phase. I see yeah. you. I hear you. My brother loved Pendragon, Um, those series, so I will throw that out there, too. And then just other random books. I don't know. Give us some. What are some of your favorite books? Um, Where Boys the in the Boat is amazing. I read that in high school. It's I really like like autobiographies. Yeah. So Michelle Obama. Oh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Mm. So funny. It's I've never laughed out loud in a book before except for that one. She's uh, a funny woman. Becoming by Michelle Obama. Amazing. Yes. It gives you so much insight into the world of the White House and politics, and it's very interesting enough to I think. Weird George Bush has um an autobiography under it's called 42 or something. Um, My dad read it and he's diehard Democrat and he really liked it. He said it was really interesting and gave a really good perspective on what the Bush administration went through. Okay, that's so good. I feel like that could good be a multi view. Yeah, you could do yeah. that. Michelle Obama one and then maybe the George Bush one. What you were saying, I'm currently reading where the crawdads sing, and its it it'll make you cry, but The I, Light We Lost is another one. Similar to where the crowd adds sing, not the same storyline at all, but similar vibes. Great book. Really sad. Yeah. Well, if you want a more lighthearted one, um Are All My Friends Hanging Out Without Me by Mindy Kaling? Oh yeah. Makes also makes you laugh out loud. And she's a couple books out actually, and they're all based off her life. Like they're all memoirs, but they're, she's so funny in them. And she gives you insight into like The Office and like her other shows. And yeah. like, it's kind of funny to hear about the characters secondhand from like, not characters, but like BJ Novak and like, yeah, Tim Carell or like,
1: I oh almost got Steve Carell.
0: Steve Carell, yeah. No, wait. It's yeah, Steve Carell. Oh my yeah. God, Tim Carell. I, I, I don't know what that was. Sorry. Also, um I, during quarantine, really got into Dan Brown and his books, The Da Vinci Code, which is a movie. It's probably his most popular book. And angels and demons origin. He's got a bunch of them. I read them all there. I was never like into historical fiction at all. Um, I just was like bored in quarantine and it was in my parents' bookcase, so I grabbed it. Um, I literally ordered all of his books the second I started reading it. It was it's so Very good. Insightful. It's it is crazy. It'll really open your eyes into a lot of the history that we're taught in America that isn't necessarily what we think it is um, i think that the narrative in history books has been changed a lot yeah it's kind of like the bible and it's never too late to start reading books about racism it's never too late um some good ones are me and white supremacy hood feminism and white rage it kind of all goes back to what we're saying it's not enough to be anti-racist you have to learn no, how. no it's to... not enough to not be racist you have to oh yeah anti-racist. right right, right. To be anti-racist sorry i missed but up, you also but... have to integrate it like You can't just say you're anti-racist and be like, well, I'm anti-racist because I posted a black square. You got to, like... If anything, that was problematic. Yeah. You got to, like, if you see it, say something about it. Change it. Especially in the workplace. Same with drugs. Yeah. Same with drugs. In the workplace, um, definitely any seniors going into the world. I mean, we're at such a time period now where, like, if you get a job and you notice racism going on systemic racism or blatant racism like say something you'll get another job if they fire you i also don't think they can fire you for that reason so you could fight that yeah you probably could yeah have a lawsuit on in your hands um so yeah any other movies or book suggestions we'll put a poll up or a question i have a question and people can write in their favorites yeah because i would like to learn some yeah new me things. too yeah we can see this is um a give and take relationship that we, we have teach with you, you, you teach us, you know how it goes. Let's talk about some COVID safe adventures. Um, one of my favorite things to do is drive with friends as long as it's in your bubble and safe. So I have I have I really had one friend during quarantine in my hometown. Um, so me and her would like go for drives, play some good music, have a long chat. If you wherever you live. Go to the nearest rich town and the mansions. Like, I drove through the mansions in, like, Kingston and Plymouth and then, like, Hingham, Jerusalem Road in Cohasset. Like, it can be very entertaining, um, especially during the holiday months. Because I know anybody that lives in the South Shore Massachusetts and knows what Jerusalem Road is, they go all out for their Christmas decorations. And it's beautiful. Also, you could drive to, you know, something like there's a house in Abington, Mass, that, like, every year... Puts on a little Christmas light show. So you pull up with your car and like you turn the radio to like FM whatever, and it'll play like, rocking around the Christmas oh. tree, and the lights will like do the beat of it. Wow, well, um, there's like a, people do that all over. If you just Google it, you can. We find had it. um. We have a place in my town where this guy sets up like he's kind of on one of those driveways that's like a circle, so you can make like a yeah. loop around it. And every square inch of his yard needs. this massive yard is so 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 much like every Christmas light every statue He's got him as stupid got, like, amount of time well he has donations at the end for the electricity bill but there's like interact like the Grinch is in a box and he'll like yell at you and stuff and like the- it would probably cost thousands of dollars like yeah. it's crazy but you everyone goes and drives around and it's like those are like good people that are like I know everybody else want will love this and no Christmas one else cheer, will do yeah. it yeah. and you can put like a couple bucks in like the offering to like stave yeah. off his electricity for like a little while but it's really fun to do stuff like that I feel like um and go get good coffee. Drive far to get good coffee. You have take the a time. break from your Dunks and your Mary Lou's and your Starbucks and find a local coffee shop. Try something new. Um and support local businesses, really. Yeah. Um and then if you're near a beach or even like in driving distance, I mean like we've got time on our hands, take a drive to the beach and like walk around and like sniff that fresh open breeze and if you're really crazy, there's a lot of polar plunges that take place on Chloe Christmas. Polar plunges on Thanksgiving um christmas day christmas actually day. yeah i might i don't know you at all i might sit out this year um i think that those days might i be hope my spouse isn't listening because she's gonna be very upset <laughs> with you she knows she knows she's been persuading me for too long all right yeah four years strong right uh yeah i think i took one year off in between but four years in total damn so let's get into some game nights this is something we're very passionate about in chloe and i's household um we love games. I'm going to start with Catan. Me and the roommates have been playing Chloe, Sheila, um, and Dan, both of which were on the podcast. We play Catan. Every day. Like, yeah. It's a really it's gross kind of absurd, actually. It doesn't get boring, though. Chloe has some issues with Catan. I will say I'm not the only one. When it doesn't go your way... It can be really I've, frustrating. I've seen the rage in everyone. Yeah. Maybe except you, but I've seen the rage in I'm everyone. I'm good at hiding my rage because I have a lot of rage in this little <laughs> body. <laughs> She vibrates and I have to. She's like shaking. I'm a, a bro at turn, tuning it down. Um, Other good ones. Apples to apples. What do you <laughs> mean? Code names. We play code names a lot. Sorry. Card games. Rummy. Egyptian rat screw, Kimps. I don't know what If that is. anybody is listening to this and is interested to know what Kimps is, please message us because it is the funnest card game I've ever played. Scrabble never brought it up until now. Then I brought it up the other day when we were sitting at the kitchen table, and I explained to all of you what it was, and explained how me and my cousin Zoe are unbeatable in my family. Um, Were you shaking in rage? I'm shaking in rage right now that you don't listen to me. Any other games though? Um I Things is a good game. Hate, hate Scrabble. I can put it out there. I've tried it eighteen times. Clearly I you're not quirky. I'm bad <laughs> at it. And I hate it. I hate it. I'm I'm so very bad good at, at it. Um I'm trying to think of Monopoly. Else. I was just. life. It's like you in my head you were like See Chandler Monica. I also I have dogopolies, so I'm not saying it's better, but you get to Ooh, buy dogs. Like um you know what's problematic because yes, they're all purebreds and lots are dogs too. Yeah. Also, another fun game, Monopoly has, like, a bunch of different versions, but there's a version of Monopoly where you can get it with credit cards. Yeah. And it's so fun. One of my friends growing up had it, and I, like, ate that shit up. I literally was like, credit card, credit card. Love the game of life, yeah, that's so much. I, I hate when I get it. kids. Um, yeah, you first of all, there's like 18, and I'm like, Do I not have birth control? Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> up? Like, where is plan B in this life game? Handmaid's <laughs> Tale. like, realistically, where are the planned parents? The game of life is, is the Republican's dream, yeah, real. literally. It's like, Go to college, have 18 children. I'm like, Stop landing on children, yeah. And then it's like, You have to pay for all their colleges. I know, and I'm like, Who says they're going to college? Like, my kids are gonna be they're dead gonna dead go ass. to a trade school, yeah. they're gonna become electricians. Um I'm also gonna, yeah. I love the game Risk. I yeah. don't know if anyone's ever played. I've that. heard of Risk, but I you don't think kinda, I've ever played you it. just like conquer the world. It's yeah. like my dream. To make Go it fetch, better, you know? My dad plays this game um on his computer. I don't know what it's called, but it's a very niche game and it's very much my father. Um where you like conquer the world. <laughs> um it's like a little like, <laughs> His pupils are like It's like a little hundred percent dilated and by like trading and like like taking over land and stuff like that you like uh, conquer the world and so it's like everything starts off as black and then like you pick so if you like start in america which he says is the wrong thing to do because it's the most expected so the algorithms he's like engineering um so you like like canada and it'll turn red and then like based off of all these things you can like conquer other things okay i kind of like i don't that. know what it is i ask don't. him because yeah. i want to play it um, and then also... season Capital games. My or family, map games. My family loves Hearts. And uh, that's oh, another yeah. card game. It's really fun. It's best with four people, so... Hearts is good. I like Hearts. I really like Hearts. That's my family's favorite card game. Um, and yeah, I mean, any games you have in your closet, just whip out, play. I think we are it's gonna... a family bonding experience. We're gonna ask you guys. On our story, we'll put up recommendations for things to binge watch, recommendations for books, recommendations for games during break, um... Just to get people thinking about, you know, I feel like if you think about things you're going to do, it's you end up having a better break because you can't, you know, necessarily go like to parties and all uh, that jazz. Yeah. And so for this is kind of niche, but for journalism students, you can apply to freelance, right? Or start a blog. And if you want to start a blog. Um, You can use sites like WordPress to make it really easy. That's and, um, what the Amherst Wire uses um, for their entire website. What was the one that you made your, like, profile on? I made a portfolio on JournalPortfolio.com. If you Google journalism portfolio, it'll send you, like, there's a bunch of options. I can't remember their names right now, but literally just throw it into google that um, one was good she made it look very nice yeah so if you're looking for like a if, this is a great time to be applying to jobs because you have the time like applying to jobs is a full-time job mm-hmm. um Absolutely. and there's so many freelance writing options that are like super easy it's like you do 20 articles a month and it's they're lo- really looking for people and it's all remote um i applied to some for buzzfeed netflix the new york times um there's more low-key ones like i'm like entertainment writing so there was like a. A site called Fatherly, Minute Media, stuff like that. Um, So literally just Google freelance writing, and it's a quick and easy way to make money if you are into writing. Yeah, and get some stuff in your resume. And last, let's go over some really cool podcasts to listen to during break. The first is this little podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Zoo Report. Um, (laughs) It's really quirky. It's really cute. um, Comparable to the title Best Podcast in the World. So... Who said that? Los Angeles Times. I think so. Yeah, that might have been the New York Times. It was one of the what? times. That's crazy. Okay, the- others for crime people, crime junkie. My favorite murder. I can't listen to crime podcasts. They freak me out. But I know Somebody they're very just popular. Recommended one called Morbid, where it was act- it's a crime podcast, but it's kind of funny in a weird way. I find it disturbing that so many people are fascinated by murder podcasts. Murder is like I the topic. Disturbing. I find it disturbing that we are like as a generation, it's like, ha, ha do you hear that new murder podcast? Like It's I, not ha, ha. It's like, holy crap, did you hear that? Like I know. because they're good, like as as effed up as it is and as morbid as it is, it's a good story. Like I it's know, just but crazy. It, it freaks me out too much. Ashley Flowers, full body chills. Do it. Yeah, I mean that one was cool. And, and scare yourself, less and do it. Less murder in that one and more just freaky, which I actually yeah. think is cool. Um pod save the people. Uh there's one called Pod Save America that's yeah. pretty good. This is one. hosts Life. one of them. I really like him. The Daily is a New York Times one that just kind of catches you up on the ongoing news of today. Um it's usually like twenty to thirty minutes and very informative. Um armchair expert with, with Dax Shepard. Yeah. He, that he, one's good because I, like I love one. celebrities and I love being like what's and I feel like when celebrities are interviewed by other celebrities, they're more like low-key and relaxed and like, and like some of them. We'll discuss. Be friends. Yeah. Welcome to Night Vale for, like, sci-fi people. Um, we listened... Chloe and I had to listen to some of that for our podcasting and radio reporting class, and that was... It was really cool. Um, it's like very it. sci-fi. Yeah. Very... A lot of noise going on. Um, I also like... um Amy Schumer has a podcast out. I'm totally thinking of the name, but just Google her name on Spotify. And it's her and three other comedians, and it's very funny. Like, I listen to it on Amy walks. Schumer's and like a funny lady. Yeah, and she has some of her comedian friends come on, and they're like, they're all like, they have a good relationship, and like, back and yeah. forth. And they're super funny, and all the other hosts are also comedians so obviously and honestly like, just go on apple or spotify and browse there's like so many browse based off like the genre you want the yeah people you're looking for it's really reviews. easy yeah definitely like i personally don't listen to murder podcasts but like there's some really good ones out there for people who like it yeah um, i like funny podcasts there's sports podcasts out like spit and chicklets want... is my brother loves spit and chicklets yeah a hockey podcast a lot of guys like that one um oh call her daddy Call I her daddy. Yes. Yes. Like, That's a good one. There was a whole controversy for a while. Over and that, but... there's call her daddy, and now there's Sophia with an F. Where the take your stance. Yeah, I'm with call her daddy. I'm with um Alex. I would cause... like to listen to Sophia with F story though. I did, and you still. So okay, I did a little bit. Honestly, shout out Skylar in Iowa because she knows a stupid amount about what's going on with that drama. But um. Basically, they had, like, I don't know. Alex says that, like, Alex just wanted to keep doing the podcast and was like, I'm cool with where I'm at. I love doing this. This is my passion. Like, whatever. And so, Sophia wanted more money. She wanted more advertising. She wanted more business things. Man. And so they had discussed and they had decided to stay with Barstool. But apparently within the meeting, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know I, if I'm if I'm jacking this up. I oh I know like Alex's side. But So like- Sophia Alex is basically when she came out with the newest Caller Daddy episode with as a single she basically was like to Sophia's problem was she was like, You lied to me, you went into this meeting saying that we were doing one thing and you did the completely other thing. Sophia with an F though is saying that Alex didn't actually contribute as much as we think she did to the podcast and that she didn't edit anything and that she didn't really produce anything. Which, I feel like she's lying. I, feel I like think she's, she's lying, dead. too, because I it neither of them have edited anything. Neither of them do. A separate person from Barstool, a sound engineer for Barstool edits that. And I know that because that's a job that I could get. Like It's like Jonathan Kerma. He is a production assistant for The Ringer, and he edits these podcasts for The Ringer. The people and the hosts don't edit it. He edits it. Mm -hmm. That's how crime junkie. That's how most of these professional podcasts go. It's very rare that a host and a producer and the editor are all the same person. Except for me, I'm the same person. (laughs) But, um, so that's why as soon as I heard that for Sophia's podcast, I was like, I feel like you're embellishing because I don't think you really did much. Yeah. But I haven't listened lengthily to her episode. I think that she got greedy. I think she got greedy, too. Yeah. I agree. I think that. I don't know. Because like, it started there are two sides to every story, but I'm pretty it sure did. it started just as like this like stupid funny thing that they were gonna do and then it really it, it blew, it blew up. up. It's huge. As JT says, it was a snowball fight that was becoming an avalanche. Wow. So beautiful. All right. So we will be putting um questions up on our story about movies, books, games, and podcasts. Give us some suggestions, and then maybe after we'll post um We'll post a few of them that we didn't go over. Um, And so that brings us to, unfortunately, but also fortunately, the end. And that is our Cloudiest Couples segment. But today, we have a very special segment. Since it is our last episode of the semester, we have a twist. Welcome to Cloudiest Couples. Pick your holiday, honey. So we will be... Pitting two people against each other, not couples, just two people. So it could be like Chloe versus Casey. Who would you rather spend your holiday with? Um. So Chloe, you wanna? My first two holiday honeys are Cedric Diggory or Hermione Granger. Oh, mm-hmm. Hermione Granger. Really? I think so. Yeah, I could go either way, but let me hear your argument. Okay. So here's the thing. Had it been Draco and Hermione, I might have chosen Draco, but I love Hermione, and I do, and I know, like, I know, like, for snuggle purposes and, like, holiday honey purposes, it should be Cedric, but I think I'd rather spend my holiday with Hermione just, like, chatting it up. I feel like if either of them were going to try to teach me magic, Hermione would have a better chance. Mm -hmm. I think that Hermione would be more interesting to talk about. I feel like I'd learn more from Hermione, and, um, yeah, so I think that, you know, with COVID, you have to think your holiday, honey, you're going to be spending a lot of one-on-one time and doing less activities. And so I feel like Cedric's more of an activity, dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it would be fun to go skating with Cedric or to go to, like, a Christmas light show with Cedric. But for just, like, chilling at the house, drinking some butterbeer, I'm going to go Hermione. I'm going to go Cedric, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? He's my fellow Hufflepuff. Okay. Love True. him. He is loyal, noble, smart, intelligent, brave. All is Hermione things. none of those? Yeah, she's all those things, too. But will she snuggle you by a fire late at night? For your holidays, and that- she might. <laughs> it's not. To, to, it doesn't say Hermione's straight anywhere. I know, but like I am, so like for my yeah, purposes. But we also snuggle every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just imagine how good Emma Watson smells. I know, but like how soft her skin. All I'm gonna say is like. Robert Downey, no, um, Robert Downey Jr. No, I hear you. Robert Downey Jr. Right? Robert Patterson <laughs> at that point in time. Was a cutie. He was beautiful. And I think he's interesting. I'll Kyle. give you Cedric Degree. You can have the win. Oh, really? I was going to say okay, either way. But yeah, let's do Cedric The only Diggory. thing is because I also feel like I am a Slytherin and I feel like. I could really butt heads with Gryffindors. And I think I'd be more, like, I feel like, no offense, Cedric Diggory, I feel like I could be like, shut up, and he'd be like, okay. Yeah, and the other thing you said, like, about, like, you're spending a lot of time with this person for the holidays... I love Hermione. I think she's one of the best female characters written. She's a little bit of a know it all. Yeah. And I think she would drive me a little crazy. And if I'm a Slytherin, I'm gonna be like, no, I'm this. And she's person a little like amazing friend. Would love to have her as a friend, but she's a little intense. And like yeah. for the holidays, you kind of want to okay, like suede me. Yeah. So for Cedric, like, yeah, maybe he like isn't okay. as like engaging, but like maybe you guys can just play more games. And, you know, like, she'd probably be. Hermione would beat you at all the games. Yeah, she would. Like, yeah, Cedric- and it would be infuriating. Yes, exactly. Cedric might let you win. Cedric would let you win. Okay. And that's what I like. My it. next one... Okay, so Cedric Diggory for the win. My next one is... Is it toughy? And I... Ugh, okay. I don't know why I did it to myself. Harry Styles or Taylor Swift? Harry Styles. Like, you would rather spend all your holidays with Harry Styles? I would, too. But... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Then what's the debate here? <laughs> because I don't know. I would also let Taylor Swift would probably bake you everything you want. Yeah, but I can't take her away from Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they deserve the holidays together. Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna. St- I'm not I gonna stand in the way and be relationship blocking okay, yeah. them.
1: And I also, just to let everybody ends- know,
0: God forbid Harry, God forbid Harry, Harry Styles ever, ever listen to this podcast, I would die. I would die for you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would, would you. die for you. <laughs> I also think that I would kill for you. Um, Please don't kill me. I think there's a, a lot of people that I would kill, some closer to me than probably should be for you. Are you implying that you'd murder me? I don't know. First. But I just want to let you imagine. know. If you ever listen to this, I'm not crazy. I'm just really passionate. I'm not crazy. And I would choose you to hang out with for the holidays over at Taylor Swift. Number one, I w- I want a song written about me. I want a song written about me and our holiday. And maybe you can name it "Holiday, Honey." It can break up, even if we break it badly. I want it to be like yeah, like cherry. Like I also want to smell you. I also (laughs) would love to snuggle with you. I would love to do a million other things to you. But I want to let you know, if you're listening, that that's a big decision because Taylor Swift is my girl and has been my girl far longer than you've been my boy. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel a little bit like I'm betraying her. But I am. I want to pick cookies with better, her, but yeah. I want to spend the holidays with Harry. Yes, yes. I agree. And also... Harry, like, would you like to hang out with Taylor Swift during <laughs> the holidays? <laughs> Maybe. Double date with Joe? I feel like you guys are mature enough. Is it, like, awkward? Like, I, I feel like it's, it's not. I will say, I have loved Taylor Swift since I could hear music for the first time. Yeah. I didn't like Harry Styles really that much. I didn't dislike him, but I wasn't a fan until after he left One Direction. Yeah. So my loyalty to Taylor Swift runs deep. Yeah, But too. I think that Harry Styles is one of the most attractive men on the planet. Did you see his vote? No, I have not. You didn't see his Vogue photo shoot? No. He is wearing the same dress that Bella Hadid wore in hers. And it's, I, okay, I know. Is that where all the backlash is coming from? Because okay. all those people are like, guys shouldn't wear dresses. Yeah. Oh my God. Candace Owens was literally like, we need manly men to survive. I'm sorry, women, but what time in crisis mode have you ever looked at a male and been like, what do we do? Also, this guy made this good point where, like, this girl was like, have you ever seen anyone in Russia or the Middle East wearing dresses? Their traditional garb is a four length, like, linen not dress. A kilt, but, like, kilt. Yeah, like, kilts. Everything. Like, I just. Oh in Tokyo. God. Like, I don't know. He makes it so sexy. I love him. He just makes it so sexy. And, like, I think that shows you really secure. I think that's in who you why are. men don't like Harry Styles is because I think they're so threatened by him. They're so by threatened him by him because him. he can wear a literal dress like a poofy dress like this, and I will still choose him if over you. If you're threatened every by day, him, go watch his watermelon sugar video and like you'll be sexually attracted to yeah, him. Yeah, like I don't understand. Like he's he's dated one some of the hottest supermodels on the planet and singers, and you think that like because he wears dresses, he's not man enough. Like these yeah. women love him, so maybe take some because notes. Because I feel safe. Like, I'm like you're not it shows you how yourself yes. like yes okay Harry Styles for the win um anyways next anyways my next one is would you rather ha- take your holiday your holiday boo home Schmidt or Nick from new girl Oh, that's a tough and hey, you have I your know your answer holiday though because like who's gonna show up for you schmidt Look me in the eyes right now and tell me that you would choose to bring Schmidt over Nick Miller for your holiday, honey, because I know that's a bold-faced lie. I can – the thing is, okay, yes, I have to choose Nick because eternal love, love him, obsessed with him, think he's amazing, but – I will recognize that Schmidt, Schmidt was the better to take guy. home for the holidays because he would do he would like decorate your house overnight he'd like elf you like he'd yes. literally turn it into like Primarks like in like like literally just like explosive holiday cheer and he'd be super intense but he'd do everything to impress your family. I would and choose Schmidt, but I will let Nick Miller win this just because I would also choose Nick Miller. I I would be fine with the either of them. Yeah, so Nick Miller. It, it, I know how you you feel strongly and about. I Nick love Schmidt. I think he's also like he's a close second you would just, for like, me. N- never stop laughing with Schmidt or Nick you would never stop laughing with either of them yeah the thing is I, Nick I would laugh at would like, you rather be with Cece or Jess though Cece just kind of annoys me yeah I agree yeah okay but the thing is I mean she's fine but I've never like I'd rather be with any of those like Ugh, it sounds. <gasps> I might I'd rather be with Winston. No, yeah, I'm over Schmidt and Nick, or I don't over know over CC and definitely over CC and Jazz. Just because I think Winston's hilarious. I think the, they have more spice than CC and Jazz, and I love CC yeah. and Jazz. It just sometimes Jess is a lot. Yeah, it's still a okay. favorite show. Yes, Nick. So Nick Miller for the win. So right now we're at Cedric Dillery. Dillery. That's right. <laughs> Cedric <laughs> Dillery. Nick Miller and Harry Styles. My last one to ring this in. I like that you did, like, TV show characters, and I did I did another real people. Ryan Reynolds or Blake Lively? Blake Lively. Yeah, Blake She's Lively. She's a glowing goddess. Uh, yeah. She's a glowing goddess. Well. I bet she smells phenomenal. Yes, and I just know that she would be so great. Do you want to know so what she great? did on her? So, Ryan Reynolds voted for the first time ever this election, and... They went to the polls and they took a picture, like standing against Canadian. Yeah, okay. I was trying to figure out what. Yeah, standing up against this brick wall. And they were being so funny. Like, they both posted pictures of it. And, like, he was like, I was really nervous. First time voter. Blake had to hold my hand the whole way. Like, they, you know, they're funny together. But Blake Lively is so funny. And I don't think people give her credit enough because she was barefoot in the photo, but she was wearing this, like, nice outfit. So she was standing on her tippy toes and then she drew. Like, an outline of a shoe, like a heel, like a strappy heel (laughs) on her. And it looked real. And not only did she do that, she tagged Louboutin, which are, like, the most expensive heels you can ever get on it, to her, like, Snapchat-painted heels on her feet. Did she get free Louboutins from it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's I hope Blake Lively, so. Probably, but it was hysterical. You just know that she baked the best cookies. You know that she would be like, when and if you, walk- you hung out with Blake Lively, you'd probably get to hang out with Taylor Swift too because they're friends. Yeah, they're friends. So it's a win-win. When you walk in from like picking out the Christmas tree and you're all cold and you're she walking to your kitchen and, and she turns around with that beaming smile of hers on her golden skin, I feel warm and protected. I wonder. You know what I would ask her first thing. What? Do you hate Serena Vanderwoodson as much as everybody else does? Mm, Interesting, interesting. Because I feel like she kind of does. And what happened to you and Leighton Meister's friendship? Yes. Also. Only if you feel safe talking about it. Do you think Ed Westwick sexually assaulted those girls? (gasps) I didn't even know about that. Yeah, he had a huge case. And then Leighton Meister spoke out kind of like how Winona Ryder did for Johnny Depp Mm -hmm. and was like, "Mm, I don't think so. I believe Johnny Depp, I'll say that. I do too. Mm -hmm. I didn't until there was the recording of... Amber Heard. At first, I was like, "Mm, I can't believe you did this. Like, Amber Heard is like so, like, whatever. But now, like, the recording of Amber Heard, I just feel like. I also don't. Because you know what? Men can be victims, too. And I think that that is swept under the rug sometimes. I think so as well. Yeah. I think he was a victim of domestic abuse. And yeah, I just, I believe him. Believe survivors. So, yeah. Now we rank them. Harry Styles goes at number one. Harry Styles goes at number one. I will give you that. And then I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to give you what I think. Okay, okay. I'm going to go Harry Styles. Blake Lively, Nick Miller, Cedric Diggory. I agree. Really? Hands down. I was yeah. I could have switched Nick and Blake, but I understand. Yes. So, I just think that like, yes, I do love Nick Miller, but to just like wake up in the morning to, to Blake, Blake Lively. Because you know Nick's gross. Yeah. You know he doesn't. She shower you enough. know she cleaned the house, everything she lit a candle, everything smells amazing. She's already She already has presents under the tree. She for wants you. to be Big Spoon. She yes. wants to be Big Spoon. Yes. Nick yes. oh probably my wants God. to be little spoon. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And I like to be big spooned, so yeah, I was going to say. Like, I don't people. like to be yeah, a yeah, yeah. big spoon. I like to it. be little spoon. I'll spin. rotate occasionally, but, yeah, a little spoon for the yeah. one. Um, and, yeah, she's so tall. just like beautiful. My brother dated a girl that kind of looked like her. The only thing about that is, um, is she bringing her kids with her? Because I can't have those little no. gremlins around. Ryan is on kids' Ryan's duty. babysitting. Yes, Ryan's right, right, Okay, I was like, I can't have those gremlins running yeah, around. No. Yeah, no. But, like, imagine you wake up, like, Lively Cooks, you breakfast – You sit and have coffee, a knock on the door, Taylor Swift comes bearing cookies. With Joe. With Joe. She says, sorry, Harry couldn't make it. He's not ready to confront you. But wait, but wait, what if? Then there's another doc and Blake, because she's a goddess and your best friend, and you're spending the holidays with her, surprises you with Harry Styles, Nick Miller, and Cedric Diggory. And you just end (laughs) up with all these. This is like a shroom trip or something? (laughs) Where where is Cedric coming (laughs) from? <laughs> he throws up in a cloak I'm like I have wands in my ring like, one second I'm like this has turned bad this is a bad trip <laughs> alright well I'm glad that we figured that out we will put that up last week yeah, yeah for um, sure. should we just like for fun throughout like some other random
1: things yeah but we're not gonna rank
0: them right okay, because no, we can't no, no, no. rank them okay let's do we're gonna do because it's the last episode let's spice up everyone's life and do rapid fire around who you would choose for your holiday honey so I will be going <laughs> first. Let me just wait. Wait. Do you Heath have Ice Meister. What? That you know, like the I Mister Heat Miser. I Mister Hot. And then there's like I Mister Ice, like the um whatever I touch. I think the I think the fire one is hotter. Honestly, I think ice one. He's way nicer, and I don't like fire one's temper. Okay, maybe. Okay. Um, another one. I think I think that's funny that you just put those out there. Why am I? Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna do this one since we're doing rapper fire. Damon or Klaus? Damon. Okay. Klaus or for Stefan. For a holiday honey. Klaus. Klaus? Okay. Stefan would be like, well, you know, I met Jesus once. Styles or Scott from Teen Wolf? Styles. Yeah, Styles all the way. That was a stupid one. All right. Give me one. Uh-huh. Oh, I've got a good one. Dylan O'Brien or Logan Learman? Dylan O'Brien. I think I might go Logan Learman. Weird. I love him. Dylan O'Brien. Percy Jackson? Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah, ever thought about that. No? <laughs> he killed Percy Jackson. You wouldn't want to like get cozy with Percy. No, I would, but Dylan O'Brien first. You know. Okay, give me, give us one last really hard one. Okay, let me uh, let me think, like think about it for a second. Um. Oh, that was too easy to do. Okay, Harry or William Prince. That is like. The easiest I know. I'm sorry. Thing. Okay. Obviously, Obviously Harry. Harry. Okay. I know. I know. I know. That uh, name, dude. I shouldn't even make it Harry. Nobody hates a Harry. Yeah. Harry's kind of oh. of a name. Oh. I have one. Oh, wait. Can I do? Can I do? Okay. Um, Captain America or Iron Man? Iron Man. I knew that for you. But yeah. what did you think? Thor or Iron Man? Iron Man. Captain America or Thor? Cap. How have we never gone through the MCU universe? Okay, this wait, place? let's go through it real quick. Um, Scarlet Widow. Scarlet Witch. Sar- Sorry, Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I have one. What? Um, okay, we'll talk, like, Peter Parker or Ant-Man. Peter Parker? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no, I know he's no Did you win. know that- Cap, okay, Cap wait, versus Spider-Man. Wait, one second, though. What's the guy from Ant-Man? What, what's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Did you know that he's an incest baby? He's an incest baby. His what? parents were cousins. What? Yeah, he just found that out. It's like Oliver. He's an incest baby. Isn't that weird? No, that would be terrible. A.K. an insect baby. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> And we're wrapping up. Um, we will be signing off after that. Um, basically, Iron Man wins. Harry Styles wins. Um, any last remarks? Have a great break, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Snaps for break.